I, okay, what's going on over here? <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, well, thank you all for being here this evening, um, taking, you know, time on a Wednesday to take care of yourselves, right, and to get something for you. Um, and um, in the world, I, I am a licensed clinical social worker. I have a group practice in Long Beach and in Glendale, and our therapists work with children, teens, and adults, um, primarily around depression, anxiety, trauma. And so I'm so excited to be here and talk about um, this topic because um, the holidays is actually a very high um, a therapeutic, uh, you know, uh, season. So, um, this is great, right. That we can talk about something that people actually don't really talk about, um, as a form of prevention and also just like management. Um, so I, I think, you know, it, it's good to, pl to plan ahead and to know these things. And I wish more people would, um, be here, <laughs> right. I'm listening to this. So, Thank you all. I'm gonna share now my screen. I have a presentation. It's a little colorful. Um, and so let's see. Can you all see my presentation? Yes, okay. Okay, and I can see all of you. Let me just make, oops. Just went a little haywire. Um, so yeah, so my, it's, um, holidays, navigating stress and finding balance today. We're, we're going to create a balanced or stress free holiday season or, a, or a low stress, right? Holiday season. So we're defining holiday stress as, um, like an increase or a high intensity psychological and emotional pressure, uh, for individuals in a society, to have a, a, a level of experience, positive experience during uh, celebrations and traditions. Um, and so the impact of that is that there, there is an increase in stress, right? Because it's a societal construct, it's all made up and we um, you know, buy into it at a very young age. And so some of the mental health effects of holiday stress, prolonged holiday stress, right? It's not like just one day of it or like a couple of hours. It's, you know, the entire season of it leading to it um, is that it, you, it could increase anxiety and depression, irritability and mood swings occur, sleep disturbances. Um, and then physically, uh, people experience a weakened immune system, um, even cardiovascular issues. Um, even the food, right? Like indulging, overindulging, right? Cause we can all have some, right? There, there really is no, like don't have anything, but, um, it could, it could lead to like high sugar and all sorts of, um, issues in the body and, um, muscle tension. Um, there, there's a lot of people that actually, unfortunately end up in the hospital around the holidays um, for heart palpitations and, and other issues. So it really um, is um, important to just be aware of like, you know, what happens because we feel pressured to um, experience the holidays. And so I know this is a lot, <laughs> um, but I, I want it 
you guys to just have like some of the studies. Um, so there was a study um, that found that individuals experience chronic stress are more susceptible to illnesses like the common colds. Um, there are some people that have a cold for long periods of time, it goes away and then it comes back. Um, and they kind of live in this uh, re repetitive cycle of, of having a cold or a flu. And typically it's because of their immune system, right? Something um, needs to be strengthened um, in, in their physiology. Uh, there's financial stress. 61% of respondents said they experienced stress during the holiday. And it was all attributed to holiday spending, gift buying, and travel expenses. You know, um, let's see, there was another one that I thought was really interesting, a workplace stress. Um, there was a study that 34% of workers feel more stressed during the holiday due to increased workloads and year-end deadlines. So there's also like this exaggerated pressure to, to get things complete, you know, close the books, increase sales, um, have enough for, for those um, festivities at the end of the year. And, um, and employers, right, it's quarter, the quarter four earnings are a big deal and it all gets placed on us, right? The, the worker, unless we're the boss, um, but, you, but, you know, as a boss, we could also be responsible for how we take on the, the holiday stress and what we put on our team. So some of the top stressors um, could be financial pressure, like we just said, the gift giving, time constraints, um, perfectionism, and overcommitments. Um, here are some more that are more common as well, family dynamics, uh, weather conditions. Um, I am originally from New York and it is torturous to get around in the snow and the rain. It's freezing cold, like you can't feel your face. Um, and then you're like running around trying to like, you know, buy things. <laughs> it makes no sense, lug everything into the train. Um, and, and it, you know, it makes no sense and we do it. Um, so, and then grief and loss, um, especially uh, post pandemic, there is a lot of people that have lost people, right? Um, and so there's a lot of grief around people that are not here to celebrate with us or pets, right? We also grieve our pets. Um, and so that comes up during the holiday as well. So a perfect example of someone who would have like a high prolonged holiday stress is a woman called Sarah, right? Who's juggling a demanding full-time job. She's the primary caregiver for her two children and um, has the responsibility of hosting the annual family dinner. She loves the season and she wants everything to be perfect for her family. I mean, does does anyone know someone like Sarah or, you know, raise your hand if you know someone like her or are like her? <laughs> I have a couple of um, best friends that are like that. Derek. <laughs> so um, let's see. So what holiday related stressors do you all um, see you experience? If any, Alon? 
Yes. Um, well, th thank you for putting this together, Abigail and Derek. I remember Derek um, during during the initial intake conversation for this program. He was asking me um, around this topic, and I'm. It's it's really great to see, and not like sixty one percent of people suffer from stress during this time. Um, I guess I'm not alone. Um, but yeah, I, I typically feel uh, stressed um, as a breadwinner and head of the family, right? Um, feel an increased stress for having to um, make it perfect, like Abigail, Abigail said, and um, just wanting everyone to have a good experience around this holiday. Um, so one of the things that I've discovered is trying to get ahead of it. So one of the things that I've been doing is I've been meeting with, um, with my friends ahead of time and, you know, giving them their gift just ahead of time. So I don't have to rush, um, let's say the last week of, of the month, for example. Mm. So wonderful. And I love that you don't need like a, a holiday to give, right? Um, that you can give whenever you find something special and you have um, an encounter with someone and you're like, hey, here, this is for you. Um, I mean, I would love that, right? We all like to be surprised with things here and there. So um, thank you for sharing. Well, I love that. Uh, Derek? Yeah, real quick to um, uh, recreate, also uh, being recreated by what Alain said and, um, you know, being kind of the breadwinner and the expectation there of wanting everyone to have a great holiday season while managing expectations that my daughter will, in fact, not be getting a unicorn pony this year or maybe <laughs> next year. Um, <laughs> how to deliver that. And also the pressure of, a visceral pressure of getting the perfect gifts, even when people say they don't need the perfect gift like my wife and uh and still wanting to deliver it innately as the holiday season to me raises an expectation that's not typically there uh, and i'm also a procrastinator when wrapping presents um it is a killer for me i will do it the morning on christmas i do that regularly so there's a an element of resisting so uh uh yeah all that world is uh is coming down and i'm experiencing it viscerally right now mm -hmm. yeah i didn't um those are two additional stressors yeah that we you know in the moment we don't think of them as like major but they come it, it all compiles um anyone else want to share a stressor that they're experiencing or I was gonna chime in earlier with the uh, just the glib, the darkness. I just hate that it's dark like so much of the day now. So that's not really a. Sh I mean, it's a stressor. It affects my mood. Mm -hmm. I get crankier. Yeah, the se the seasonal uh, mood mood shifts is uh, very real. Um, people have it right after like the daylight savings time. Um, they don't. They you lose sleep. <laughs> And things feel um, completely off so that um, 
does exacerbate right our circadian rhythms and how we function. Um, so that's something really that's noticed. Um, I noticed that I didn't want to go to the gym in the morning and I was someone who would wake up at 5.30 and be in the gym by six. And then I just said, you know what? Like, I don't have to go to the gym in the morning um, if I don't want to. Like bears and other animals do things differently during different seasons. Um, I can go after work. <laughs> like I'm going to I'm gonna change it around and not force myself um, to continue to do things exactly the same way even though things are different. Um, so really getting to know yourself and your body and listening um, to you and then making adjustments, I think is, um, you know, very important. Okay. Anyone else before we move on? Okay. And please, um, if anyone has anything to say, just, you know, raise your hand or interrupt. Um, so this is, again, a some coping strategies. Um, what I would like us to do, if also you have a piece of paper or anything, some people write notes in their phone, is um, to take you know this presentation like three to identify maybe one or two um, stressors, right, that typically occur to you, and then um, find two coping strategies to manage those specific stressors. Um, so setting realistic. Uh, expectations, right? Like uh, not saying yes to every single like event or party. Um, some things are really expensive to go to, right? Like it's okay to say no. I'm um, creating a budget ahead of time. Um, I grew up in a very low income home and my mom was a single mom of four and um, she would give us two gifts. And sometimes it would be like a hat and a, you know, and a and a, and a scarf. <laughs> and, um, and we would be, like, it was weird because we were so used to that, that we would just be so happy. Right. Um, it wasn't like the, the dollar amount. It was, you know, um, that we, we got something and we got to unpack it. Um, so, you know, my mom had a budget and she would spend a certain amount and give us like what she could, she wouldn't, um, you know, spend money on credit cards or, um, try to, you know, prove anything. So a lot of time management, budgeting, um, taking breaks at work. Um, by law in California, you're, we all um, are owed 10-minute breaks um, before and after lunch. So taking those breaks to like go for a walk, get some fresh air, breathe a little, that really does help um, our nervous system. Because when you're um, on the computer or when you're on the phone or moving around, like your, your heart actually doesn't uh, beat. Um, like sometimes you stop breathing and things actually um, slow, um, either speed up or slow down. So when we take a break and we got like in tune with ourselves, um, we can also, we'll start to notice like, oh, wow, like I'm a little more flustered than I thought, but you don't know that because you're on autopilot trying to get whatever you need to do um, done during the day. Uh, let's see. So online shopping. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, uh, if going to the, the mall, you know, driving there, um, doing, you know, being with the crowds and all the people um, is like tedious, maybe there are certain things that you want to do online. Um, and I think for the most part, most of us do do a lot of online shopping. Um, but it, it is a great tool. 
um, seek support, right? Ask for support. So maybe you don't have to cook everything at the dinner. You can have a potluck and people can bring, you know, their favorite things and everyone can come together. You can ask some people if they can come earlier um, to help set up or, or stay later to help clean up. Um, it doesn't all have to always fall on you. Um, so, so those are, so if you see any here that you like, um, write them down. Here's some more for financial wellness, the homemade gifts. I think are um, very special and they, they help us to save, um, you know, limit decorations. Um, we don't have to go overboard with, with any of that. Um, cook at home, right? So th these are just kind of examples of how to save basically. Um, and if you have children that you know, unfortunately a lot of kids are used to what they see on YouTube, social media, and, and the television, right? They're bombarded by, with ads a lot. So they want a lot of things. And so you can educate your children about budgeting um, and and what, you know, what the, the things cost and maybe they can um, sometimes um, make things for others. Um, you know, my mom would have us um, buy one gift to donate um, so that would also help me to see that there were some kids that wouldn't even get like a single gift and it would just put things into perspective. So any, um, so that's financial wellness. Let's see what else. Um, okay, more on time management, say learning to say no. Um, time blocking is, um, is big. Meal planning right? Um, creating a schedule. So any of these uh, tips, you know, things that you already um, do that you find very helpful or anything you've always been curious about but haven't tried? Mm. Can I pick on anyone? Okay. <laughs> Uh, along. Well, I raised his hand, so he should go first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I find that in general, there's always a structure that can be created um, around things we want to manage. So whether it's, yeah, the, the meal prepping and maybe creating a structure um, around that to get that organized um, or figuring a way of being creative with the gift giving, or maybe you put, you know, you can put more forethought into it is, is what I'm thinking more than spending my way into the gift, um, maybe spending more forethought and thinking about know what 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 the person likes and how my gift can be a a greater contribution right so yeah in, in general i think um i'm thinking of structures and how i can implement them in uh in, in this season mm -hmm. yeah because 
really what's most important is our experiences, right, with others. And um, so, like, I'll give an example. My birthday actually happens to fall around this season. Um, and I know, right, like, there's a lot of stress. And, you know, I don't want people to spend money um, on me, right? So I've always tried to, like, make it as, like, I'll pay for everything. <laughs> no one else has to, like, spend. Um, but this year I'm doing a hike. And hikes are free. People walk, you know, they're talking. Um, it's just, and it's an experience where people can get to know each other and um, I can be in nature with other people. So that's, you know, an example of how how to um, to switch things, to switch things up, right? Where there's less stress and it's a more wholesome experience with people. So um, another thing that like falls out while we're worrying about work, you know, um, gift giving activities, um, events is like our own personal self-care. And so it's very important to like find time for mindfulness. I know that Derek in this series has had, um, uh, you've had someone right, doing the guided um, meditations um, with the group. Yeah, Francisco. Yeah, Francisco, yes. So that that is like golden. I mean, in, in therapy, that actually is like a key element of um, people's uh, recovery is um, being present and being mi mindful and practicing mindfulness really goes a long way. So I, you know, I invite um, you all to look into you know, it could be three, two minutes of meditation and two, two minutes of um, guided breathing. You could actually do 10 deep breaths. Um, it, it's very, you know, it, it, and doesn't cost anything. You can do it at any time, any place. Um, progressive uh, muscle relaxation is when you go through like each part of your body and you like squeeze and then relax. You can like squeeze your eyes for like five seconds and then release them. Um, do the same with your nose, you know, your lips, um, your shoulders, and, and you just go from head to toe um, because we don't realize that we're actually most of the time um, we're clenched um, because of stress. Um, our body gets a lot of tension. So people experience a lot of pain here all the time due to stress. So that um, progressive muscle relaxation now on YouTube, you can just look look into it, find find a voice and a pace of someone that you enjoy. Um, and that in 10 minutes will make a big difference. Um, and yoga, <laughs> I, I, I love yoga. Anyone here practice yoga? No? No, Alon, okay. Um, so yoga, you can do in your house. There are some like five minute um, yoga stretches through YouTube. Um, and, and again, that's also to release um, stress that gets um, stored in the body. Um, and then there's exercise, which Derek, you know, is, a, <laughs> is an advocate for. Um, and that could look just like walking, right? Dancing. It's a, that's a fun one. Um, or hiking. Uh, hot baths. So if you take a warm bath at the end of the night, um, that helps your nervous system. 
Um, when we're little kids, we normally have like a decompression time. We, we take a warm bath, um, put on our pajamas, right? If, if, we're in, if we're, you know, in a home where there's reading, somebody maybe read a book to you or you get tucked in. And, and there's a process to going to bed and decompressing. When we come, become adults, we just kind of do a lot of work and then think like, okay, now I'm just going to fall asleep. And we don't give our nervous system time to, um, to, to relax. Um, so, you know, highly recommend that. And you, you see here, there are other examples. So anyone here, any self-care practices that you would like to take on? At least one? Uh, Catherine? Um, it's, it's actually something I already do, but I think it's, for me, it's really important to do some progressive muscle relaxation before I go to bed. And I do usually include some yoga, just basic yoga stretching kinds of things before I go to bed. And it, it's surprising to me how much that actually helps. Um, perhaps it's due to my age, but um, it, it seems to really help. And I feel like I can mentally try to put to bed, put away the tension of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's great. You're releasing because emotions are really chemicals and they get, they manifest themselves in the body. So um, doing like somatic body work helps us to, to release anything that's there. So I love that you, you take care of yourself before you go to bed. You know, and Abigail, that was a, a unique or, or an interesting insight too. It's, this isn't exactly what you said, but it's not necessarily that you fell asleep right away as a as a kid, just as a kid, it was much more of a ceremony and you were reminded about it for two or three hours before it was time to go to bed. So it really was, you know, phased go to bed. And so um, mm -hmm. you ask about tips. I actually have two, a couple of alarms on my watch that will go off around eight o'clock. You know, it's kind of like a first warning. And then like right around nine o'clock, it'll, I'll warn myself past me as warning current me to mess around and find out. And so it's really just that setting that routine or that ceremony of, Oh gosh, it's seven o'clock. Oh, oh, it's eight o'clock. Oh, wow, it's nine o'clock. And and so I'm kind of re replacing that ritual of my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't know like the exact science of it, but the sunset, the colors of the sunset also um, uh, stimulate um, uh, melatonin in our um, pr production that starts to also tell the body, like it, it, it's time to wind down, <laughs> like night night is coming. But I guess now it happens at like four and we're still you know, <laughs> at work. So, um, so it doesn't make sense to us. But um, in my neighborhood, there's a lot of elderly and they walk during sunrise and uh, during sunset. Those are their two primary times. They're like 80 years old and they just walk. And I actually started to like catch on like, oh, now I know why they're doing that. Um, so it's pretty cool how they set themselves. Okay, uh, it's eight o'clock. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, so, oops, this started all over again. It's telling me, you guys want to 
So um, I guess to end on time, correct, uh, Derek? Uh, well, I know we started a few um, minutes late, so if you've got any, uh, if you've got some gems to share okay. of navigating family but, dynamics. Yeah, because um, the family dynamics is a, a big one. Um, right? Uh, the majority of families are dysfunctional. <laughs> there's always one, right, or two, or there's individuals, right, that sometimes people are nervous to go see or like, you know, what if this person says that to me? So people um, have like hesitations um, around getting together um, because of relationships with uh, family members. So these are some tips for that, which is set realistic expectations. Um, active listening is like, you're just really listening and summarizing, right? What you hear and not necessarily agreeing or disagreeing, right? Um, I also tell people to uh, limit the amount of time, maybe that they're at a party where they know they're gonna be uncomfortable, right? You don't wanna stay like two, three hours. Um, like I, a long time ago, I had this one woman who was married um, to a man and his whole family didn't ever speak to her. They didn't acknowledge she was there and she would go to all these events. Um, so, you know, we talked about like just limiting her time while she was there to maybe an hour and then leaving. Um, and she would do it more for her children and for her husband. Um, limit alcohol intake is, is a big one because alcohol will give us that liquid courage, um, to sometimes say things that we may regret or react in ways that, you know, are not true to what we want. Um, focus on gratitude um, and take breaks, right? Take breaks during the party um, if you need to. So it's a very simplified kind of conversation. This could be like a whole presentation on how to navigate family dynamics um, during the, 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 the holiday season. So I had a question, but I'm going to skip that. And... And then I had a little bit more about social obligations, prioritizing commitments, saying no, like I can't stress that enough to say no, give yourself days where you have nothing to do, nothing on your calendar. It's okay. <laughs> and um, set boundaries, right? And delegate tasks, I think are some of the more important ones here. Okay, so create a holiday bliss list um, based off of, you know, some of the things you heard today, like what are some stressors and then how am I going to cope with those? Like get yourself ready for like what's here, right? We're already in December, what's coming up um, and start to just plan, plan for um, any breakdowns, right? That you've maybe had over and over again so that they, you know, don't continue. Do you have something to say, Derek? Uh, just at just at the end, I preemptively clicked my my okay. his hand. Button. Yes. So I have some resources that um I can um send to Derek for for all of you if you just want to look over some workbooks, you know, where you can do some of the work um in more detail. Um, mindfulness guide for women. I think women. Um, also take on a lot 
during the holidays um, of doing. So um, think, I think these would be some great resources for anyone who's interested. So I have all of that and some websites that I'll also send. Sorry, I'm so used to doing like papers and stuff <laughs> that um, I do like the long bibliography at the end. So I wish all of you a happy holiday, right? Whatever that looks like, it could just be December, right? Um, not necessarily anything specific. Because um, again, like it's this is all, um, it's all up to us. Like we're in control of our lives and we get to say how, how it goes, right? It's, it's not what we think other people are doing or not doing. And that's that. Thank, thank you all. If, if any of you have questions, um, you can email me um, or, you know, if you want to ask now, that's fine too. I'll stay a couple more minutes. Derek? Yeah, thank you, Abigail. Um, uh, number one, please do share all the resources you had. I know you're kind of flipping through them in respect of our 30, 35 minute uh, time together in these like abridged evening classes. But please do share those so I can pass those along to everyone for continued uh, reading and learning. Um, a couple of things I got from yours as great reminders is the power of no and saying no to like people's invitations um, and my propensity to be a yes too soon and my regret to pull that back is a big one, big stressor for uh, me. One thing I got with um, what she also shared is, is setting expectations and something I can give to my wife and my sister-in-law who I live with both now is um, is a gift of time. And uh, especially because women take on so much from the holidays, especially and um, giving them an afternoon off from, um, from, from the kids, just having me watch the kids for four hours for them is something I can gift to them. It just gives them the freedom to breathe a little bit. And the, the value there is way beyond anything to purchase in a lot of ways. So like to see your um your prioritization uh matrix as well. That was a very curious time. And I think I'm getting the world of it without you sharing. So thank you for uh, thank mm -hmm. you for building up those those good insights today. Thank you, Derek. I'm glad um there are some things for you to take back. And yeah, it all comes down to experiences. And that really is also what kids really will remember is like you know, um, how, how they felt with you, right? How, how they felt, not necessarily what they got. Um, even though they think they want all these things, right? But reality, what they really want is closeness, love, right? Like that shared um, experience. So, um, okay, well, I think we're complete for tonight. Um, unless there's any anything else. Okay. Thank you. Go yeah, take um your time. warm baths and uh, <laughs> and you know relax before you go to bed. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.